Welcome to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy Kate Bing. We're back, man. Episode 284. Yes, sir. Now, let's, let's get right into it. Yeah. Bob Barker, The Price is Right, passed away at 99 years old. Somebody had cracked a joke. They said he didn't want to, um, he wanted to stay under. <laughs> You're talking about referencing the show. He didn't want to go over a dollar. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. Game show icon Bob Barker, tanned and charming host of The Price is Right, dies at 99. In his 35 years of MC as The Price is Right, Bob Barker changed in only one appreciable appreciable way. He stopped dyeing his hair in the 1990s, two decades into the game show's long and story run. Nearly everything else about Bob Barker, uh, his tanned and lith looks, Oh, God, this little ad popped up. Jesus Christ. Uh, even the CBS set where the price had been taped five times a week, beginning in 1972, didn't change much. The same mustard avocado tangerine color scheme with the Smithsonian worthy showcase uh, showdown wheel. Barker has died at the age of 99, according to his publicist, Roger Neal. It was with prof- Profound sadness that we announced that the world's greatest MC who ever lived, Bob Barker, has left us. Neil said Saturday in a statement provided to USA Today, Barker died of natural causes at his longtime home, Hollywood Hills home, Neil said. I I can't feel sad for Bob Barker, man. He lived Mm -hmm. an amazing life. He was 90 fucking nine years old. Yeah. He had an awesome job. Like, he was living his dream. So I don't feel bad for him. And it's not a sad day. Mm -hmm. That's how death works, man. You know, yeah. he he died in a better way than a lot of people. He was rich and t- for ninety nine motherfucking years. <laughs> he was rich when he was born. Yeah, I don't know. He probably had money. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, he had the best show ever. Yeah. You know. Come on down. <laughs> I seen a vid- I seen a video on TikTok of this uh, fan or this uh, p- person in the crowd. And they they called her friend down to come on the show, and the girl started like bouncing, and she had humongous breasts. Yeah. And then there was a dude in the crowd. He was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking hilarious, man." Yeah. But I think the funniest thing about that show, man, is how people used to overbid on just the most basic shit. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "A brand new toaster." He'd be mm-hmm. like, two thousand dollars." He'd be like, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> A box of condoms. $75. It's like, you fucking idiot. Some of these people don't have, they're like, they're like lost. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're, they're like, they don't have any reality when it comes to bidding on certain stuff. Yeah, some people would be way off, bro. Yeah. I just like how they'd be so excited to run down there. Like, yeah. Got an audience. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, right. I, used to, I actually used to work on that that lot where they shot, oh, shot, they shot the prices, it? right? Yeah. I remember it. Uh, walking by one day, and it was hot too. And they just be leaving the people outside, like the people in the crowd. They just leave them outside until it's time to bring them in. So everybody just sweating. Yeah. In L.A. What's fucked up is sometimes the audience members that win, they don't get they don't get prizes that match them best. Uh-huh. Like this lady in a wheelchair came up. And she was willing herself on there. And it was like, you have a chance to win a new car. It's like, <laughs> nigga, what's she going to drive? <laughs> <laughs> she, I think it was another one, a lady in a wheelchair. She had uh, won a showcase. I guess it was gym equipment. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, she can't move her legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
<laughs> it, or just be an old person like I served in Vietnam and I was I was in W2 two, W2 and I've been in all the world wars mm-hmm. and I, I just love Bob and I love this show a new car a new they get him a Lamborghini or something he's like I just I just want a sandwich that's <laughs> You be farting too. Yeah, man. <laughs> great show. It was a great show that if you were sick uh, and you were staying home from school or mm-hmm. something and you're sitting there sick watching daytime television, you that was it. you all it, automatically. And mm-hmm. I grew up on Bob Barker. I'm, I was way before you know Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew Carey is not the same. They, I don't, I don't think he's best for that job. There had to be somebody else better for that job. Why, is, why you say that? I don't know, man, because Drew Carey is cool, but Drew Carey was good on, like, I think it was, was it Whose Line Is That? Whose anyway? Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. The yeah. improv show was, like, more him, but, like, this yeah. is for, like, more of, like, an older, you know, guy kind of like Bob Barker, you know? Yeah, Whose Line Is It Anyways was a really good show. That was with Wayne Brady and a couple of the yeah. guys. This is before Wayne came out as fucking pansexual. Yeah, before the pan, yeah, before the pandemic. That's wild, yo. Mm-hmm. How does nigga just come out as pansexual? <laughs> That basically, when you pansexual, that means you'll fuck anything. Yeah. Damn. Like, not even gay or bisexual. This nigga pansexual. Yeah, I, it, I'm taking all comers. Yeah. Trans, <laughs> transsexual, heterosexual. Well, you wouldn't be heterosexual. That don't make no sense. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, Man. yeah. I mean, women, you could be. As soon as Wayne Brady get on that show, a new cock. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man. Yeah. But yeah, rest shout out to Bob Barker. Yeah, shout out to Bob Barker. Rest in peace to him, man. Um I think that's so crazy that like um I don't know how many years he did that job, but 35 35? Yeah. That's a that's a decent time. I thought he did it a little longer, but um yeah, just to do something, wake up every day. Um, or probably Monday through Friday, right? Just doing a, the the thing you love until you know until you retire from it, hand it off to Drew Carey. Yeah, I, I know what's what's wild is is probably one of my favorite parts of the show is where they spun that big ass vertical wheel. Mm-hmm. And like like zero dollars. Mm-hmm. One time they had a spinoff and it was wild. Like three women went up and they all. Got a dollar, which is they automatically get a thousand dollars when it hits one dollar. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "This is crazy." Yeah, just what are the odds of that? Yeah, the odds are very low. And then yeah. what's weird about the machine too is like it would slow down at weird times. Mm-hmm. Like you could spin the fuck out of it. Like it's like why did it slow down that fast? That's not how momentum works. Somebody controlling it back, you know, backstage. Yeah, whoever's doing it, you got to doing a bad job with that robot back there, buddy. Yeah, it's a little midget in there running backwards. Yeah, man. Like a like a hamster wheel. Between those, between there's a couple shows I grew up really loving, and the Price is Right, Jeopardy for sure. With uh, was it Alex Trebek, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be like, and it was funny is how people would get the answer right on Jeopardy, but they wouldn't say what is. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, uh, <laughs> like football for five hundred. It's like when you're putting your hands up to make this type of call in order to protect the ball carrier, what is it? And he'd be like, fair catch. And what is a fair catch? That sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, they remember they used to have like the celebrities on there. I remember guys like I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers went on there, on went on there. I know before. Kareem was on there for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's a tough that's a tough show. I don't even know how you study for that. You can't. You just gotta hope you just listen in school, man. Cause yeah. I, I I'll be on fire sometimes doing on that show. Really? Oh fuck yeah. And I don't even and what's crazy about it is in order to be on that show, you just have to retain a lot of information. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's literally your whole lifetime's worth of, of like retaining information. That's yeah. all it is. If yeah. you retain information better than other people, you're gonna be good on that show. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot, man. There was one he was interviewing this nerd chick that was on there and he was like, So, what do you like to do for your hobby? She's like, I'm into nerdcore rap. We just like rap about like nerdy stuff and like sometimes having a hard time finding conversations. And he was like, Oh, so losers in other words. Oh dang. Yeah. <laughs> what is a loser? <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that and the will of fortune will people of fortune. people could never they, they had a hard time um figuring out what it said on that you know how that big board it would be like i want to buy a vowel mm-hmm. right and then they buy it and it's like one letter left to figure it out and they get it wrong mm-hmm. it's like whose bladder is it anyways and <laughs> nah it'd be <laughs> it, the worst ones when they be saying the racial slurs Oh. Like it'd be in, and then it'd be a space, and it'd be like GG. Yeah. And then it'd be something on the end. He's like, so many niggers in here. <laughs> naggers. It meant naggers. <laughs> the answer is naggers. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It'll be certain words or like, um, like sayings that no one knows, mm-hmm. it'll be like, "Who did milkshake?" And they be like, "Aunt, no. Where is the oat milk? Like, <laughs> what the fuck does yeah. this mean?" Yeah. What be hilarious is people on uh, Wheel of Fortune. They they win a bunch of money. I seen one guy that had like eighty thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was spun that motherfucker and went beep 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 beep. Oh, bankrupt. As <laughs> soon as they that fucking those pegs hit bankrupt, I'm like, they set this shit up, dude. Yeah. There's no way it should land on bankrupt multiple times on one fucking show, man. Those are shows where you just you just make a lot of money. I know a guy who was like a talk show host and he, he they they all had that energy too. Like you gotta have a certain voice, a certain aesthetic, you know what I mean? So I can see why you would say <coughs> Drew Carey doesn't fit the typical talk no. show host. Uh, aesthetic. He doesn't. He doesn't really have. Chris Hansen would be better on that show than he was. Chris Hansen, yeah, yeah. It'd be whose predator is it, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, I, that show was wild. Uh, uh, to catch a predator, yeah. because the people that were coming to see those kids were like youth pastors and and shit like that. Yeah, teachers, all kinds of stuff. A youth pastor got busted one time, and he was like, "I was coming here because I was telling him that he needs to be careful and watch himself for people like this." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, according to your emails, you said I want to fuck your little <laughs> itty asshole." What What was that about? It was just It was just so I could <laughs> let him know that you know th- this is what someone would say if they <clears throat> were a predator. Yeah. He's like, well, I mean, I see multiple messages here. I want to fuck your little booty hole. Is, is, that, is that what you're saying? He's like, I didn't mean it in that way. I didn't mean it in that way. I was trying to be encouraging. I meant that I would pray for his booty hole. <laughs> I told him his booty hole was in good hands and the Lord of Jesus saved. Jesus died for your sins and your booty hole. And I wanted him to let, let him know that. Chris Hansen, hey, come here and uh, have a seat, please. Some I'm, of them niggas, be they take off. 
Yeah, and the police just tackle them. No, the the the, the sad it's some it's some sick ones. The sec the sick ones is the returners. Oh like my the people god! People that they had catch two times, and then they walk in and see Chris Hansen and just immediately start crying. Like I, I, I wasn't gonna do anything. I swear, man. I I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Oh, well, you said you're not going to do anything. Uh, right here, it clearly says, I want to fuck your ass. What <laughs> is this about? <laughs> like, it's not what you think, man. Like, you know, I'm working on myself. I'm trying to get better, yeah. you know, but it's just, you know. So did you plan on having sex with this young man? I mean, maybe. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the cold ones where the niggas be coming through were like, with like the works. They have dinner. Pizza. They got drinks and condoms, all kind of stuff. And they be ready to go. It's, it's. I think it's been like a couple where the nigga just start pulling his pants down. Because right you know when they get there. Yeah, you know when they walk in, they'd be like, yeah, just come on in. And, you know, it's a little girl. She looked like she's 12 years old, but yeah, really but she's, she's like 25. Yeah. Yeah, just just come on up. Make yourself comfortable. I'm yeah. just going to get the laundry real quick. And then that nigga's just like pulling his pants she, off. She always has like a very like, uh, like Bart Simpson sounding voice. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Just come on inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in here getting ready for you. Did you bring the condoms? Yeah. Like, yes, I bought the condoms. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, then they come through with a pizza. Like, yeah, I, I, it's a long drive. I jacked off on the way here. It's like, <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm scared too, baby. I'm going to make sure I take care of you, okay? Yeah, that's how they be. They nasty too because they be having nasty, uh, nasty little aim names nowadays. And then they be like, it's okay to be scared. I'm going to take care of your little itty-bitty butthole, okay? Yeah. Chris Hans come out the back. Go ahead and have a seat for me. <laughs> who are you, man? Who who are you? He's like, I'm Chris Hansen. Yeah. Have a seat. So, what did you intend to do with this young person? Like, I mean, not much, man. I just met them. They seemed really cool. There was a good yeah. vibe. So you're aware that the person was 14 years old. I mean, yeah, but I was just looking for friends. It wasn't like you know, I wasn't I just, trying to. I just came over here. Um, she she told me her mom wasn't home, so I just wanted to babysit. I didn't really come over here to, with any intentions. I just wanted to babysit her, make sure she was safe while her parents was. That's all I was trying to do. You know, it yeah. wasn't no no big deal. Yeah. Well, in the email that says I need condoms for my fat cock, is that what you said? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, well, the, the I I was just joking. It was like a figure of speech. Yeah. It's like I didn't know people talked about fat cocks as a figure <laughs> figure of speech. <laughs> go ahead and have a seat here. <laughs> like, am I free to leave, man? I don't want to be here. You're yeah. free to go. Go ahead. You're free to go. Cops tackle him in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I see here you also sent um, some dick pictures from different angles. Yeah, uh, j- j- just uh, it—it's it, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sending pictures of other people's penises. Are they aware that you've been doing this? Yeah, the cops be on their head. They yeah, it'd be funny, and and Chris Hansen will tell him like, "Yeah, you're free to leave." Because he already know the police waiting outside. And then one time this dude was like, well, Chris Hansen's like, you're free to go. And he's like, <laughs> so he takes off out the door and then he gets tackled. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like fucking 15 cops. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. They don't even got to do all that. Most of them dudes is not no threat. No, they're not no threat, but it feel good like punching one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, up. they know they're some predators. Yeah. yeah, if I was a cop, I would tackle them. I'd be like, "Stop resisting! Stop! Stop <laughs> resisting! Stop resisting! I'm not. As long as you keep resisting, I have to keep punching you." Okay. I think that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, not that anybody that is a uh, a predator should be trying to find a way out, but right. Um. I wonder how it works if you had like a decent lawyer that would say, 
Well, in reality, the person that I was talking to was a 30-year-old police officer or whatever the case might be. I wonder how that, you know, is it like, I guess what I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, what do they actually charge them with or is it, you know. Conspiracy to have sex with a minor. Uh, yeah, yeah. That could sense. still get you under the, yeah. you know, you still, yeah. It's probably a, more of a lighter sentence though, huh? Uh, probably won't be sentenced at all, but you'll have to go through the registry. Oh, so okay. yeah, they get yeah, that. That's, that's probably the situation. Yeah, because a lot because the dude returned. You know, the one that it was one of the dudes have went on there like mm-hmm. two times, so he probably just got um, locked up and then you know had some like you said put under the. Uh, he probably the got registry. a mugshot and everything. A sex offender. If, if you were to look up sex offenders in your city or in Bakersfield specifically, you'd probably be surprised who's a sex offender. That's a lot. Yeah, and they, you know, they have to put themselves down, and they, I think they can't. Is it? Is there a thing like with schools? Like they can't live near schools or something. Uh, like something that? like that. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's crazy. It's probably somebody. It's probably somebody that's a sex offender. Like it's somebody that's a sex offender that has not been busted. That's the scariest one. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of sex offenders work in schools. Mm. They work in schools, bro. Yeah, until they get caught. Until they get caught, then they yeah. get caught, and it's over. And they also mentioned that, like, you know, people that are sex offenders tend to work in close proximity with victims. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's that That old coach, uh, uh, Sandusky? Mm-hmm. That motherfucker was around a bunch of kids, a bunch of boys. Man, he was beating little cheeks. Yeah, man. He was a fucking football coach. And Wasn't they, they said he was in a shower? He was in a shower with, like, young boys and they're having sex with him and shit. That's and crazy. I guess uh, supposedly Joe Paterno knew about the situation. So yeah. fuck Joe Paterno, too. If you, I don't care how great of a coach he was at Penn State. If you have an inkling of knowing that someone's fucking kids, and you don't fire them or get away from them or contact the police, yeah. you might have been fucking them too. I mean, I should assume that you are to be in to even deal with somebody like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. If I find That's out, it. if I find out somebody is doing something with a kid, I'm calling the cops. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'd be like, hey man, I got. I'm you. not calling the cops. I'm calling Chris Hansen. That's right. Yeah. Because Chris will get it figured out. Yeah. He'd be like, hey. That nigga Chris Hansen would have been in the shower. Sandusky. Take a seat right here. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That'll be, I think the biggest, the biggest, like, I guess, plot twist in the history of the world would be if they do a, to catch a predator with like a new guy Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they bust Chris Hansen. Oh dang! He's like you got me at my own game, bro. It's like that, like that movie. The uh, it's called like the Sounds of Freedom or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think the. I don't know if it was a writer, or director, somebody that was attached to that movie had got. Caught oh doing, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, uh, he was he donated a lot of money to the sh- the movie or whatever, but he was a fucking sex offender. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my that's god, Aviva. plot twist. <laughs> yeah, he knows he, he knows a thing or two about. Being a fucking predator, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. Let me see if I can find the actual. Yeah, I seen something of that map. I think I sent you a clip. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that's Funder enough. Fabian Marta arrested for child kidnapping. Fucking nuts, man! Yeah, never know who it is. Well. <clears throat> I think we went and straight away from the main topic, so we go ahead and move on and uh, uh, wish uh, Bob Barker a uh, rest in peace to him and his family. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Switching gears. Glorilla. Uh, Glorilla mentioned uh, that 
you should stay toxic in your 20s. And this is what she had to say. Uh, Glorilla, Glorilla ladies, keep toxic behavior going all through your 20s. Uh, Glorilla is pushing for all females to enjoy FNF lifestyle all through their 20s because YOLO, the Grammy-nominated rapper, put out the call Monday, Monday morning for women worldwide to display toxic behavior and up their levels of delusion, but only while they're in their early 20-somethings. Glow says, biologically speaking, they can't get that time back. She also warned women not to wait until they're in their 30s to go on rampages, such as slashing men's tires, because that would make them old and toxic instead of just toxic. We wish we wish she were joking, but Glow seems pretty serious. Uh, Glow wasn't specific in what she considers toxic behavior, but out of her last release single, Lick Some, she does brag about ghosting dudes and sneakily getting oral sex from their cousins. That would check all the bad boxes. That's just disgusting. <laughs> Look here, man. This is what I got to say to young folks. To young people, man, what I'm not, what I won't tell you to do is to like, you know, be shut off from the world's experiences because you're gonna experience some things. But to intentionally be toxic is fucking insane. You know what's gonna happen if you're going through this weird toxic cycle is you're gonna attract toxic people because broken people attract broken people. Mm -hmm. So by the time you displayed all this behavior, you're going to have two or three baby daddies, STDs, broke, credit fucked up. You ain't did nothing with your life. Don't listen to these fucking celebrities. They got money and they having fun leading you to nowhere. Don't fucking listen to these people. Mm -hmm. Just don't. Yeah. It's one of those things where I think that uh, people are very short-sighted. So they, they, they tend to make these songs or or make these statements via the internet but then it's like you just by you know her statement alone is just not being aware that one day she's gonna be 30 years old Mm -hmm. you know one day she's gonna be 40 years old and you got to look back at all the stuff you did and there's a consequence for everything so like you said if you sometimes like you know women be attracting these toxic dudes and then you end up in an an abusive relationship or you end up with a dude that's like you know, more toxic than you and you might be in situations where your life, you know, can be in danger. There's been many a situation out here in Bakersfield where it was like the girl who was like the innocent, the innocent girl was dating the the thug or dating the nigga that's, you know, just as toxic and people lose their lives over different situations, whether it's like niggas getting into fights at the club or, you know, it's like a, a situation where, you know, there's like some infidelity involved and people just like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to get into details, but niggas be like, niggas be losing their mind and be wanting to shoot somebody and kill somebody. So, Stupid. yeah, I think that it's like, I think that one thing that we should do as consumers is um, there's a few people that are celebrities that have their head on straight, right? They give good advice. They never really get in trouble. You never really see them in no nonsense. And then there's some people that we should just listen to their music and just kind of leave it at that. And not to say, I'm not saying that you should listen to her or not listen to her, to Glorilla's music. But I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes we got to keep our fandom as as just like click and play on Spotify. That's it. Yeah, not trying to make it it like these people are like giving great life advice. Yeah, but the issue with people is most people don't stop there. You got the people that's in the beehive like, you better not say nothing bad about the queen or I'm going to go and be in your inbox. Or I'm gonna do, and it's like, bro, y'all doing too much. 
like swarm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane. <laughs> people, yeah. pe- when people go to these shows to see Adele or Beyonce or Taylor Swift, yeah. they don't. They're not fans of Taylor Swift. They breathe Taylor Swift. Yeah, they they're said not- Taylor Swift was like somebody had released information that she was at a restaurant and Hope Lock was shut down. Yeah, it's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've always been like a fan of certain artists. But mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about what they do personally. Yeah. I don't be like, man, I wonder how Jake Cole is with his with his wife. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've never cared about any of that shit. Yeah, some people be like, Shh, they know they know people's mom's name and they know your whole history. That's too much. Yeah. It it is like, you know, that's why that show was so interesting because that is like, you know, that that obsessive fan. Obviously it's entertainment purposes, so it's a little exaggerated, but that's how some people really are. Like, yeah. they're getting mad if you disrespect, like, you know, disrespect Niger or, or Beyonce or Taylor Swift or whatever. People just get real weird with you, you know, as you as you climb and you you hear stories about it. Like, imagine in the next coming years, this podcast goes crazy. Somebody like, yo, I love y'all podcast, man. What's your favorite sex position? <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> No, nah, it wouldn't even be that. It would be like, y'all already know that nigga Eddie's favorite sex position is doggy style. Yeah, but like, oh, man. Like, this nigga, man. Gotta block this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so Eddie's favorite position is doggy style. My p- favorite position is doggy style. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> this motherfucker took it too far. <laughs> you know, a lot of this stuff on here is satire, man. A lot of it's satire. A lot of it is us actually, you know, using our brains. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, you just notice how weird people are, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, or they'll be like, they'll say something like, uh, they'll see KD. And there was, oh no, it was actually there was some kid that was talking shit to Cam Newton, and he was like, "Washed, washed, washed. You washed up. You ain't nobody. You washed. Yeah. You forever trash. Forever trash. The Saints is your daddy. Saints is your daddy." And I'm like, "Why are you fucking talking?" And then, that's a Cam, Cam that's Newton a returned the MVP. same energy. Yeah. Cam Newton ret- returned the same energy to this kid, and he was like. Hold my nuts, young man. Hold my fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Whoa, why you? Whoa, why you acting like that? Why you acting?" Like that? He said, "I'm just. I'm not acting no way. I'm just returning your energy. That's what you wanted, right? You was yelling at me way across the field, so I came over here to return the same energy." Yeah, these young kids. It's like a lot of these young kids be real arrogant, especially at these like football camps and it's stuff. It's insane. But you don't realize, like, um, that's a that's a. Um, Super Bowl appearance and a, a, a MVP. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's not he ain't no scrub. That's crazy. If I was Cam Newton, I'd tell him I I could tell you're not very good as a player because of how you acting right now. Because mm-hmm. the best players, the elite players, talk with their pads and they in their game film. You talking to me on the sideline? Go go work on your game, young man. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's get real. Out, get out of here, man. You yeah. just want you want attention. But no, but like even statistically, no matter how good you think you are, I've reached a pinnacle of success in the NFL. 100%. You know what I mean? Like a Super Bowl appearance in a in the NFL, uh, National Football League MVP. So it's like, like you can only kind of equal, you know, if you win a Super Bowl or whatever. But that's it's crazy, you know. I don't. It's different too. Like when you really have perspective, because a lot of those kids. They be in different, maybe, I don't know where that was at, maybe Florida or something like that. And yeah. you may be the most talented kid in your class and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's some, like, some guys that are just, like, special team guys in the NFL. 
mm-hmm. and you realize how talented you got to be just to be on a special team. Hell yeah. Just to be the third string tight end that's on kickoff and, and punt return and all that other stuff. I realize how <clears throat> fucking weird a lot of these kids are, and they don't even realize it because mm-hmm. it's become – that's what society is now is a bunch of people that, that – what it is is the social media personality traits start to bleed into reality. Yeah. Because, see, on the internet, you could post that trash, trash, and put, like, clown emojis, clown, trash, trash. But when you go out in the real world and you try to talk to another grown man like that, that could get you fucked up. And you should be slapped. Cam Newton is a big dude, too. Yeah, because, dog, you can't be out here communicating with people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially I'm, when they got time. Yeah, dude, chill out. Like, my thing is, is I don't want no static with nobody, but I'll tell them, hey, young man, you need to chill. You need to stop. You mm-hmm. need to cut it out. Because if a kid is 18 and they doing that, that's not going to provoke me to hit no kid. I'd rather leave. But if yeah. they're dumb enough to keep talking, I would have fun fucking up an 18-year-old. I ain't going to lie. That's how uh, <laughs> um, Shakur Stevenson, the boxer, Yeah, he was telling a story about him being like that. Like, you know, he he up and coming national or the Golden Gloves and Olympics and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. he's talking crazy to Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I beat you up. I'm you know I'm the I'm the dog out here. I'm I'm the best. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And uh, they got in the ring. That nigga Terrence beat him up. Beat him up bad. He said mm-hmm. that's the worst beating he ever got in sparring. So you can't really do that in football because you know. No. But you know that's that's what some of these kids need. They need to be taught a lesson in that way. Yeah. 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 Some people. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's confidence or if it's just ignorant. I don't know. But yeah, we strayed a little bit far from the topic. Ultimately, young people, make sure you find better role models in your twenties. Do you think? I mean, this is this is something that I kind of know already. But you see guys like um, I was watching Hard Knocks and uh, one of the quarter I forget what quarterback. It was a guy on there, uh, but he had played like eighteen years, maybe like I forget his name. I'm not even gonna say it. But it's one of that you would probably remember his name. Um, but he had played like 15, 16 years in the, in the NFL. And um, I say that to say, like, you don't oftentimes see uh, black quarterbacks having that longevity. Like, you see a guy like Josh Johnson. I don't he, – he's a guy that's been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's on – I think he's on the Ravens right now. But – you know, a guy like Cam Newton, it's just crazy to me that you could be an MVP in the NFL and not even be a backup quarterback now. Yeah. It's just that's just how it goes, I guess. Yeah, it is what it is. No, nah, man. But in regards, actually, in regards to uh, role models, fuck them. Fuck all of them. Don't have a role model in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You need to live life and you need to fucking fail. You need to live life, fail, and go through experiences. Don't look at somebody as a role model. Sometimes that shit don't always work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you grow and you outgrow the idea of having a role model. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. I never had role models in my fucking 20s. I just lived trial and error and made mistakes and got better. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain people you can revere, but man, that role model shit don't always work. Yeah, you just get let down. I think that that's like the number one thing. And then, like, a lot of, like you said, if you, certain people you look up to, like, you know, um, they just get caught up in some wild, especially these celebrities. You just never know. Like TM, the way TMZ work and the way that the news be coming out, you just be disappointed all the time. What you learn is everyone's human. So yeah. the same person you've seen as a role model did something that was very uh, off color for them. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you need to learn 
you can learn from other people's mistakes, but don't ever hold someone up as this idea of the standard of what it is to be like a man and all of it. Because what's funny, too, nowadays they got these alpha male podcasts. These motherfuckers aren't alpha males, man. Mm -hmm. They're not. And I'm not trying to make it like I'm just this alpha male guy. But the problem with these motherfuckers on these podcasts is they'll be going back and forth with, with women that's obviously only fans and they hoes and they titties hanging out and shit. You purposely chose that type of woman just to make women look bad. Those women don't represent all women, mm-hmm. but you purposely bring those people on. Mm-hmm. And then they yelling and screaming them, calling them bitches and shit. That's not masculine at all. But mm-hmm. a lot of young men look up to like the fresh and fit dudes. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing to look up to, man. Yeah, not at all. Fuck no. Those dudes hate women, bro. Yeah. They do. That's yeah. the weakest thing you could do. And yes, I know a lot of times women can be fucking annoying, but... But there's no reason to be calling them bitches and yelling and screaming and going back and forth with them. That's not masculine at all. Yeah. Just respect women. And if they get on your nerves and you get away from them, walk away. Mm-hmm. But the shit they do on there and they're supposed to be somebody's role model. I had a young man come up to me in the gym trying to show me a video. Like Impression this, fit. Yeah. Trying to show me a video like, what do you think about this? And I'm thinking, like, what I personally think about you, I think you were just a nerdy dude that can't get no pussy ever. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I just think you fit the you fit the stereotype of a young man that probably don't got a lot of luck with women, and you found a you found content that affirmed your belief about it. Mm-hmm. And you, like, it's not me; it's it's them. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. I think that at the end of the day. Um, what happens is sometimes your experiences can make you better to life. And I've had some experiences where, you know, you do get, you go through rejections and bouts of rejection, but that's life. Mm-hmm. You know, you should better yourself as a man to be better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that does make you more dateable in the, in the dating market. But mm-hmm. if you're just a young man that hate women and you need to affirm your beliefs, you could go to these platforms and just do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And women act like they don't got the same thing that exists with them on these platforms. Man, it's a bunch of young women out there that be saying crazy. It was a chick that was on TikTok that said, um, if you're not married, then you're technically single. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You're I mean, s- that's true. Fuck no, it's not. You need to act like a fucking wife. No, that, I mean, that's true. That, But technically it's true because um, the way the government recognizes, like, when you when you put on the paper. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know what she meant. But She, she didn't mean correct. it that way. She didn't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, ba- basically, a lot of people, man. Like, I, if I if if I ain't got a ring, then I'm I could do whatever. That's I want fucking to. stupid. You yeah. need to prove to me that you could be a wife. The same way I could prove, I have to prove to a woman that I need to be. I could be a husband. Yeah. I think that men and women need to prove things to each other in order to prove they can be a fucking wife or a husband. Mm-hmm. You got so many people out here that are getting with each other, and they're like, I've heard women say, "I ain't doing no wifey shit." Until I get a ring. Are you fucking stupid? Are you really that dumb? Are you really that stupid where you think you could be with a man and not show him nothing and you still in the picture? If you don't show me nothing, I'm getting rid of your ass. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like a man being with you. He ain't got no job. He's sitting on the couch scratching his balls playing video games. Like, until I get married, then, I mean, I'm not going to act like no husband. Uh (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna keep giving you this weak dick if you ain't if I ain't getting married. Yeah, you know, you know, I can't even give you. I, you can only get my dick semi hard. Yeah. I can't even give you the hardest because that's husband duties. 
That's crazy. ignorant. Can you imagine yeah. if men said, I'm going to stay, I'm going to be in my feminine until I get married? <laughs> they would be like, what? Yeah. Yeah, this shit, this, this, all this, these narratives being spewed on the internet are so stupid. Mm-hmm. And they're not even real conversations. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, what was it? I've heard some conversations like this dude. Oh, this one is fucking stupid. This dude said, if I wake my girlfriend up at three in the morning, maybe something to eat, I feel like she should do it because, you know, if somebody came through the door, I would defend her honor. So why Wasn't can't that, she? What's the name? No, not not Andrew Tate. This is a different conversation. It's a different guy? Yeah, new guy. Mm. And it's these dudes, some of these dudes that, like, bro, if you wake your girl up at three in the morning to make you food, then you an asshole. Yeah, that's stupid. You not, that ain't got nothing to do. I would never ask my wife or my girlfriend at three in the morning to get up and make me food. Yeah. That's, you a dickhead if you do that. That's stupid. Yeah. And he's like, well. I mean, would I be an asshole if an intruder came in and I allowed him to do something, do whatever he wanted to not protect? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, these are corny, just unnecessary conversation. That's a nonsense take. It's nonsense take, man. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. But, That's never going to happen. No. Nah, but, you know, but, but at the same time, women do have expectations of what you should do, though. Mm-hmm. If an intruder did come in, they would be like, babe, babe, there's yeah. somebody in here. Yeah. They're not going to say, I'm independent, and I'm going to find out who did it. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to go right out there and get slapped to the ground. There's going to be some big robber coming in the house. Yeah. They ain't got no no uh, firearm either. They just got a freaking dildo that they're going to try to. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a flashlight or something. <laughs> a dildo? Come on, Keith. Don't do women like that, man. <laughs> God damn. Babe, grab the strap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all you hear is That was crazy. You scared a you scared a robber away. He's like, oh, she's gonna try to fuck me with that. <laughs> It'd be one of them big old massager things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that move? Nah, it's like a big it's like a big old wand with a ball on the end of it. Nah. That shit. That. that shit looks Oh, crazy. it's just like a like a little like a little ball. It's like an extension at the end yeah. of like this wand. Yeah, I've seen that before. That's wild, bro. Women be doing using all kind of shit on themselves. Yeah. It's like a science project. Have a girl ever pulled up to your crib with like some with some extra with some extra toys? Uh, one time this chick had a cock ring one time. <laughs> a, a vibrating cock ring. She tried to get you to wear it. And I was like, man. It was, it, and it was, it had a, it had fucking, um, what's, remember back in the day when you had LA Gears? Yeah. And, and. Oh, the lights? The lights? Yeah. The cock ring had lights on it, bro. I swear to God. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, man, I was about to put it on. I was like, I'm not putting this on. My <laughs> that's cock. crazy. A girl did pull up with one of them one time to, uh, with the little ball on the top. What the little vibrator with the little ball on the top? Nah, this wasn't no. This was just a ring. No, I'm telling you, uh, when I my experience. Oh, yeah, like a girl put up with one of those, like was, a wand. Yeah, she God. got that mug in her little purse, like the lo- like the long wands. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can't do that. You got the little tether ball on the end. She about to have a whole house vibrating. <laughs> 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 Neighbor, knock on the door. Hey man, I think there's something wrong with you guys' refrigerator or something. <laughs> Niggas be nosy Heard too. There's something going on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think your ice machine might be getting old because they usually vibrate like that whenever. <laughs> it's like you'd be like, I can't even knock. You'd be like, knock, knock, knock. 
hey, man, are you guys having Bible study in there? Because she just keeps saying, oh, God. <laughs> and, you know, she keeps saying, oh, God. And, you know, and my Lord and Savior, I feel the same motivations that she does. You're like, man, I'm fucking my girl. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? This, let's, let's just, like, I guess this is satire. But imagine the girls and they're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And God like, man, stop calling me. I'm busy. I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Fuck. You got war in the Middle East and you calling me out there. Niggas always calling me. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know why people use those choice of words. It, it, the bedroom conversation, the bedroom, I, I won't say ethics, is really weird. First of all, the whole being called daddy is weird. Mm-hmm. I, that never should be something people say in the bedroom. You don't like that? Fuck no. Why are you calling me your daddy? <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine if you responded like literally to that? Uh-huh. She'd be like, ooh, daddy. Be like, you want me to take you to school? Huh? <laughs> you want me to drop you off at school? That's crazy. That'd be fucking weird. You want me to change your diaper, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> want me to kiss your boo-boos, huh? Oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, want me to teach you how to ride a bike? <laughs> 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 fucking crazy. That's crazy. You might be like, these guys are sick, but you shouldn't be saying that in the fucking bedroom. <laughs> that daddy shit is for ego. Yeah. I don't funny. need that. Imagine us calling a woman mom. Yeah. Like, yeah, mommy. Oh, mommy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, mother. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, mother or mom. <laughs> that would freak women out. Yeah. They'd be like, I don't think we need to talk anymore because I think you have like mommy issues or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. She's like, I mean, the sex was great, but I'm I mean, I could never be your mom. Like, I'm totally like not into that wordplay. It had to be a chick from California. Like, I'm not really, you know, like <laughs> I'm into like vegan sex. I'm not into this other stuff. Vegan sex, what's that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's what the liberal would say. After they get done having sex, it's just a bunch of coleslaw in the bed. <laughs> I don't swallow cum because I think it's like from a human being and I just don't do that. What? <laughs> what? I don't uh, eat animal products and that's like. Just like, I don't swallow because it's not vegan friendly. <laughs> I don't think things should be tested on animals. Totally... All right, let's switch gears. This is getting out of control. Switching gears, Sexy Red uh, grosses out fans with wild STD posts. Ooh, from Glorilla to Sexy Red. I know, right? It's wild, man. These girls got to tighten up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sexy Red grosses out fans with wild STD posts. Uh, Sexy Red has shocked fans with a bizarre Instagram post poking fun at her STD diagnosis. The Pound Town rapper took to social media on Sunday, August 6th, flexing stacks of cash and a sleek black shirt uh, where she captioned the post with a jarring, I heard you want that. Want a stud? I got an STD. All I need is you, she wrote. The St. Louis native's followers ignored the photo slide uh, show and flooded her comments regarding her wild caption choice. Two chains, BFB, the Pac Man, Saucy Santana, uh, Baby Tate, and other chimed in. I got y'all shook up in these comments. Calm down, sexy red replied while recognizing the chaos she caused. Um, Back in June, Sexy Red revealed she was diagnosed with chlamydia not once but twice in the past. Ugh. Oh, my God. And she got it from the same person. That's crazy. So we, got, we can't be taking STDs lightly, man. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know when STDs became. I guess since it's curable, I guess that it's not considered serious. But somebody said, "Sexy Red gonna be sexy dead if she keep playing around like this." Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird too? Is people be having sex with no condoms, bro? Well, that random niggas, bro. I, bro, I, you shouldn't be gambling with your life. Like literally, it's like playing Russian roulette. Like mm-hmm. you, you are better off getting a gun and putting it to your head and pull and pulling the trigger and, and and hoping there's no bullets in there because it's the same thing having sex with no condoms. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit as Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Yeah, and she got it twice. Oh my god, dude! And the thing about it too is is young people are so sexually irresponsible. And he got the nerve to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring that shit. You're going to bring a fucking disease back to your girl. Yeah, they be stepping out. Yeah. Uh, stepping out. Just some unknowing person. She's minding her business and shit. And you out here having sex with girls on the side with no condom. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you bump into sexy red and then you just like, you's like, oh, fuck it. We got oh, no. What, the- what was that on you? Like a mosquito or something? But that mug was like. Mm. That mug was Something like- flying around, around yeah. you right there. I don't even know how these insects. That mug is like, it got like a tet. That's a different type of insect, bro. Mm-hmm. That mug got like a little tail on it. It's like. Really? Yeah, it's like. That mug look like a little transformer. I ain't gonna front. Oh, wow. That mug look like a robot. Yeah, Optimus Bug, huh? <laughs> All right. But no, nah, man, if you keep fucking around, you're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're gonna get some, you're gonna get something that. Cause I, I got a buddy that caught uh I think he got gonorrhea from some girl, and I'm not gonna say give any clues, but the the woman the girl was very attractive, mm-hmm. and in his mind he said, oh man she looks really clean she's really pretty, and yeah he I hooked, don't get that I don't get it but that's how you think when you dumb yeah. when you dumb and you're young and you are having sex just randomly, mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with fucking at all. But, like, do it responsible the same way you should be drinking. But the problem, too, is the alcohol. The alcohol is the biggest issue. When people don't drink responsible, everything else goes out the window. Yeah, it lowers your inhibitions. It lowers your inhibitions. Mm -hmm. If you drunk and you see a girl that's hot and she drunk and y'all both want to fuck each other, you're not even going to think about a condom. Or if you do think about it initially, she'd probably tell you to take it off. If you think of, if you, by the time you think about it. over there now. What? It's on me? It's on your leg. On really? Your, on your left leg. Oh, I just moved. Oh man, fuck it. Hopefully, it just. I, hopefully, one of us will accidentally eat it or something. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no, man. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say because Keith and his goddamn bug. You're talking about people not wearing condoms when they drunk. Oh, by the time you realize you not, by the time you you bring up a condom or think about it, you already been in the pussy for five minutes. Yeah, and you like, I might as well just keep going. And then you bust in her, and then you just like, oh man. I'm already here now. And then now y'all and then now she pregnant. Yeah. Like pregnant that's and I, pregnant with a STD. Yeah. You, got a, you got a chlamydia baby. Ah, <laughs> 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 you got a crab baby. <laughs> Do people get crabs still? Is that I, still pr- a thing? Crab I far as I know, crab's still a thing. Mm. I don't even know how they tr- how do they treat something like crabs. <laughs> Um, no, man. Imagine how how nasty you got to be to have crabs on your genitals, bro. That's a different. And part. they like live crabs, though. That's an OG. Uh, that's an OG STD. Yeah, man. Oh my god! They like little micro crabs. They like legit crabs. You could uh, you could boil them with some potatoes. <laughs> <and sauces. laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Put a cr- little crab boil. 
Uh, let me see. Crash STD. <coughs> it's pu- pubic lice crabs. Ugh. Oh, my God. Are spread directly from person to bisexual. Nah. Pubic Ugh. lice are, are very rarely may be spread by clothing. What? Clothing, bedding, or a toilet seat. Wow. So even if you're not fucking, you can still get... uh. Uh, crabs. This is why people like you know. Yeah. I'll when I sit on a public toilet, I always spray it with disinfectant. Yeah, and then I wipe it down. Mm-hmm. You ever see, ever see somebody just go in the bathroom and they just sit right down on the toilet? Yeah, that's a nasty human being. I'm like, dog, you don't care about you don't care about shit. I couldn't do it. Heck no. I mean, some people go right in that bathroom and you just hear them shitting immediately. Like, <laughs> you like, bruh. <laughs> you didn't put no little paper thing you out. You didn't put yeah. no butt guard. I'd rather down. do it on myself than not than not uh than I have a little paper down when I'm doodling. Well no, you ain't gotta have that paper. You just you could create a fake one with the toilet paper though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's the second option. I'll for sure like if cause some some uh some bathrooms don't be having the little seat covers. Yeah. Some public wild. bathrooms. I'm like, dang, what do y'all expect me to do in here? Uh, I think that the government created some of these STDs because this don't make no sense, bro. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's like legit, like it's like little crabs, bro. Just crawling on you. Oh my god, bro. That's nasty. Sheesh! Somebody got them in their eyelid, bro. Dang, they probably was eating some crabby vagina, huh? Oh my god, bro. Yeah, this this is. I think this is made in a lab, dude. I think the government knows. Yeah, how does it? How do you get crap? How do you get that, Bruh, It's pubic lice. This is why it's important to like, or like having that's that's like some having sex with an animal type stuff. Oh my! You know God. they say like uh, HIV came from somebody having sex with an ape or something. Really? Yeah. They got public toilet seat crabs. <laughs> this shit. That I mean, this is mad scary right here, dog. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, crabs is an OG one. I don't Crab, think cr- crabs is so OG that when people get crabs, they crabs be like, bow, waka, bow, wow, 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 That's crazy. If you zoomed in with one of those 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 microscopes and you you, you zoomed in, it's just like John Travolta like uh, uh, stay in the lab. Stay, stay in the crabs. Stay in the crabs. Stay in the crabs. That's fucking nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, not a lot to say here about this. You should take STD serious because they're nasty. That's a wild line. What you say? Heard you want a stud. I got the STD. All I need is you. That's a that's, that's a crazy like, thing to say. What is going on? Yeah. Yeah, man. That ain't good. I say this, man. Um, don't don't be a player, man. Don't don't be a player. You want to know why I say that? It's because I guess that's like one of the highest honors from a lot of men. Like, man, he got girls, man, he got hoes, or whatever the case, bro. That's not really a high honor because what you're doing is you think that you're just promiscuous. You think that you're just the one out here getting pussy, mm-hmm. but all those girls you're fucking, they're fucking just as many people as you are. Yeah. So you're not just fucking them. You're fucking everybody she's fucking. Yeah, that's what they say. Like, you know, you have sex with one person. You're having sex with everybody they've had sex with. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. So you think you only got, you probably like, 
you you probably got 65, 70 bodies, but you got more like 250. Yeah. And you don't know the history of these people. Because if you did the history and you got all the people, eventually it's going to be an animal on there. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. What kind of animal? I don't know. Probably probably a pit bull or something, German Shepherd. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> German who, Shepherd beating it up. Who huh? the fuck did this shit? <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Let's get off of this, man. I'm sure the people are tired of hearing about STD. There's probably somebody right now with STD that's like, man, I wish they'd get off of this topic. Dang. <laughs> somebody with crabs listening to this shit. They're probably like, dang, man, I wish y'all would stop talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all switched topics, man. Fuck. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> You know what, too? That's why I think it's important to also, and this is a little TMI, but I think that's kind of why it's important also to for like for people to like to kind of shave their pubic area down, mm-hmm. because you got to see everything. Mm-hmm. I got to see when I when I'm looking at a girl's vajayjay, it need to look like really nice. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. if it's a bunch of hair on it, yeah. What if it's some crabs chilling on the hair, man? Man, somebody had to like been eating some eating some vagina and just like tasted the crab right i don't know i don't know man somebody definitely consumed some crab before probably and if they was in louisiana they'd probably like some jambalaya then yes this is some jambalaya (laughs) (laughs) the crab all the crab need a little bit of sausage just in there a little bit of zataran (laughs) a little zataran Little old bay seasoning, huh? Yeah, motherfucking <laughs> crab boil in there. Mm-hmm. Crab in a bag. That's kind. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, because if you ever if you ever hooking up with a girl, you'll notice like when they when they looking at your stuff, they be like examining your shit. Mm-hmm. They be looking for sure. Yeah, they, they be trying to make sure ain't nothing. Yep. ain't nothing bumpy down there. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to cut the hair off, man, so they could just be like, all right, okay, this guy's yeah. you know he's he's legit. Yeah. But yeah. if, if you got if you got a motherfucking afro down there, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Dang, that's not in style no more, man. You gotta you gotta get you gotta get that manscape, bro. Yeah, get you one of the manscape uh one of them shavers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. Got to keep that stuff cleaned up. Yeah, you, you don't want to have a seventies fucking afro down there. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears. The cost of living, and I'll just speak from the heart when I say this one. Um, the cost of living is a really strange topic only because it's, I, I, I remember a time in the 90s, more specifically, that, you know, you could go to the store, you could get a Little Debbie for 25 cents. You get a little bag of chips for 25 cents or for a dollar, you could get four snacks. Yeah. Nowadays, those same exact snacks cost like 85 cents for one of them. Yeah. It just the price of everything went up like drastically. Yes, yeah, expensive, and it's not keeping up with the wages, which is wild. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school, I think minimum wage was like, I think it was six twenty five or some shit like that, mm-hmm. five seventy five or six twenty five. Mm-hmm. And right now, the minimum wage is in twenty years is only like fifteen seventy five or some shit. Yeah. 
and inflation has went up way more than that. Way more than that. So it's like, damn, dog. Like, yeah. Because in in the in um in the nineties, I think it was like three seventy five. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in high school, it was like six something dollars. I think when I was like, when I started working, I was twenty one. So that was like ten years ago, and I think that it was in the nines, like nine fifty or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then when I was in uh, working at Sears, I was making eight fifty. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't or eight seventy five. I guess it was eight fifty, eight seventy five. Like I don't see how people could live off that, and then now you cannot live off that. I think it's fifteen seventy five now. Yeah, and it's like, bro, like that's fucking damn. Yeah, yeah. And, it's um. It's uh that's the that's the biggest telltale sign, right? When you start to see like the cheap items start to become expensive. Yeah. That's when it's like this this we losing grip on our on our society cuz used to be like you said used to be able to go to like we used to go to A1 right here um down the street. You go to A1 um and you go down you go in there with a dollar, you getting I not nah, do you remember we when we used to watch the 49ers games? You would come by the crib and either before the game or like during halftime. We used to go get we some used snacks. To go get some snacks. We used to go get some snacks. <laughs> For yeah. $3, you'd be straight. Yeah, we did. It'd be like yeah. little oatmeal bars yeah. or whatever the case. Yeah. But nowadays, dog, you go in there with with $2, you getting two items. That was about 2009, 2010. We did that a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. when the Niners start getting good again. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy as a man too, you could be the breadwinner in the nineties and you could have one income, you could go on vacations with your family, mm-hmm. and you could be the sole provider for the household. But in today's society, women gotta work. You need that, you gotta be able to supplement that income because what's happening is is everything costs too goddamn much. Mortgages is up, food is up, cars is up, gas is up, everything is up. And it's not, and and the thing about it too, is in this society, a hundred k ain't even shit. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred k ain't nothing. You can't really support a family off a hundred k. You can, but the problem with it is, you ain't never gonna have no savings. Yeah, it's not. You're not gonna be able to really have savings like that because just everything is gonna be whooping your ass. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred thousand right now. Um, even a hundred thousand between like. Two people, not even having the kids and the, mm. the house and stuff. It's ex- that's that's a lot. Cause yeah, your, your rent is rent is at least fifteen hundred nowadays. Like mm-hmm. so, I don't know. It's it's expensive. We you you really got to like team team up these days to really make make your life work. And then even with the hundred thousand, like you ain't gonna be able to have too much fun, like uh-uh. too much leisure. Time. If you single making that, they taxing your ass like a motherfucker. So yeah. you're not seeing that hundred k. Yeah. You're not seeing it. I think in order for you to live super comfortable in today's society, you need to be making closer to 200. But that, it ain't yeah. no jobs paying that. Yeah. Ain't no jobs paying you 200K. Ain't no you, jobs. 200,000, you, like you might be like upper management at like a yeah like a company or something like I, that. I know. Uh, I think uh, uh, UPS, they went up. They can make upwards. It's got, <clears throat> it's got a new contract. Yeah, so they, yeah. So they in upwards of around one hundred and seventy. That's the benefits of being a union in a union. Yeah, so they be getting raises like uh, UPS, like teachers and, and stuff like that, and obviously the the screenwriters and stuff. They union unionize, so they trying to 
they trying to get paid too. So yeah. yeah, UPS truck drivers are garbage though. They're terrible fucking drivers. Because <laughs> I guess they're not actual just CDL holders. They the company pays for it after you've been there for so long. Oh, so they they you know you basically get your CDL through the company. Yeah, and I could tell because the way they drive is just trash. They right. fucking suck. Yeah, I need a um a truck drivers union. Do they got something like that? Uh, uh probably at certain companies, but that shit don't matter because Yellow Freight just went down. Mm-hmm. Yellow Freight just fucking they whole company went under and they got guys that worked there over 30 years not even getting a pension anymore. Sheesh. That's fucked so up. Yeah, I need a union, man. Yeah. You might need to start it, bro. Man. Truck drivers union. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, I'm not I've never been a part of a union before. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they're good for certain other jobs, maybe like welders and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that shit, I don't know, man. But yeah. Um I would just encourage people, man, if you got two incomes, use them. For sure, I mean that. I think, I think, what is um, a good a good idea for for a lot of people too is to um, start a business. You know, if you're getting like you said, if you're getting uh, if you got a decent job and you're getting taxed a lot, um, just start a business so that you can um, supplement some of that. Um, only not only will you supplement some of your income by you know running your business on the side, but you also have the luxury of being taxed differently. You know, excuse me. And I farted on the podcast. Oh damn! <laughs> and uh, and putting some of that, uh, putting some of that, the money that you earn from your day job into your business, and um, you know, and uh, you getting taxed at a completely different rate. So yeah. God damn. Burrito Keith over here. That decided I don't know what I ate, but that mug just slipped out. Yeah, slipped I didn't out really like Bob Barker. I, you kind of talked over the fart. <laughs> yeah, strategically. <I> should, <laughs> strategically, sometimes when you got a fart and you like in a public setting, you could talk over it. You'd be like, "Yeah." So when we you basically when they seen him come earlier, you it's hard to do that because you don't know how loud that motherfucker gonna be. I remember the Dakotas. I don't know if this happened or if I just made this up, but I remember. The, I could remember like. Uh, I th- it might have been me. I don't know. It's just you know. Sometimes you'd be having like memories, but you don't know if they legit or not. Um, I just remember like in like a small setting with my friends or something like that, and then like I might have farted, like, um, and then I try to play it off. So it was like I farted and it was like, you know, it was like, <laughs> just start beatboxing to, to hide the fart. It's like oh, I kind of like that beat, man. <laughs> That beat is funky, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got away with that one, but if that shit was like, then they would have been like, oh, keep farting. <laughs> it was the worst ones. Those are the most, yeah, those stick out bad. You cannot let, it, it, those farts, it, it's like the fingers pointed directly at you when you do that. Yeah. Especially, man, if it stank, it's over. I remember one time I was at the movies. This is mm-hmm. this is a so long ago. <laughs> this had to be like 2011, and I was in there with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, and we were watching a, a film. I think it was oh, the movie Drive. Okay, that was and a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, and you know how there's always a part of the movie where it kind of like it kind of goes a little bit silent for a second. Well, especially in that movie, that nigga don't be talking. No, he don't be talking. But that's what happened. And then when it happened, somebody in the in the fucking theater was like. Like it was so fucking loud. <laughs> I was I was fucking dying, bro. Yeah. And somebody was in there. They was like, "Oh my god." 
Yeah. I haven't oh, had man. I haven't had one of those like wild movie like experiences in a while. I think the last time cuz you know you sometimes you'll watch a movie that movie and contraband yeah, wait, what happened in there? I forgot. We was watching Contraband, and it was some older <laughs> white dude some had a, with a Texas accent, yeah. and he kept responding to the movie. <laughs> there was one part where, he, it was a part in the movie where he put a gun to a kid's head. He's like, you punk-ass motherfucker. <laughs> Putting guns to kids' heads, you fucking coward motherfucker. It's a movie. <laughs> you piece of shit, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. I can't believe you do something like that. <laughs> It was me, you, Desmond, and, and, uh, and Gubba. That's comedy. This dude was talking to the movie. I'm like, dude, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, I remember that. That dude is wild. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, if I'm in the back of a theater and somebody's doing something, I'll be like, hey, dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah, niggas uh, will talk the whole movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> I remember uh, we was, I was, oh, fuck, me and Desmond watched that movie recently. Damn it. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, we were watching John Wick. And something happened in the movie. And I was like, man, they too fat to be fighting like that. And the girl behind me was like, ah-ha! Ah-ha! Oh my God. She's like with her boyfriend just busting up laughing because she was sitting right behind me and Desmond. And I was just like, I was thinking out loud, but I wasn't talking over anybody. I was like, man, they too fat to be fighting like that. Because these two sumos are in this in the movie at this had the scene. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Yeah. I haven't watched any John Wick movie since the first one. Yeah. But it's a pretty, like, it turned into, like, a decent franchise. Yeah. Only thing I'll say is it was extremely fictitious. That is all I will say. Yeah. I seen, like, one shot where they was, like, driving in the car, and it was, like, it was, like, who did? Yeah. This ain't ain't crazy. That's, it's, like, you know, you got to. You got to take it over the top a little bit in terms of like you know making the movies exciting, but you you want to keep it realistic. Like you want to keep it in the world of like what is physically possible. Cause sometimes they just begin too out of hand with these uh, with these movies. Yeah, like, come on. Man. You know a movie I watched, which was not that great, unfortunately. I, I haven't finished it yet. Is um, the the Flash movie? Um, I haven't seen it. It's yeah, new, right? It's on it's on uh, the Mac. The HBO Max app, but, oh. but yeah, it uh, it came out. Of, it's actually the the biggest flop in like superhero cinema. Really? So, yeah, it was just it just like I don't know. It's it's a lot of like um, hard to flash be busting too fast in that movie. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say this like. And it's not spoiling none because it's not really nothing to like look forward to per se. Um, but there's a the beginning of the movie is like he's trying to uh, to get some food because you know he he burns a lot of calories because he's a Flash, right? So it starts out a dude is taking forever to make his meal, and then all of a sudden the world starts to like you know he had, he got to go turn into a superhero, and then like he's asking like for like a kid standing on the sidewalk to throw him a snack and uh Alfred, you know, Batman's, you know, side guy or whatever. He's like, "Hey man, Flash, we need you. We need you, Barry." And then like the kid throws him the thing and then he just takes off. And it's like, "Dog, why don't you just eat the thing and then like you're Flash, you could just eat it and, and leave." So he leaves and then all of a sudden this building is like falling apart, right? Um but his he has like a little watch that monitors like his energy levels based on his calories so the thing mm-hmm. is beeping like beep 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 like you gotta you gotta eat something or else you know i don't know what happens as a result yeah but 
the building is fought, collapsing. It's a hospital, so there's like you know a bunch of babies in there sitting in the little the little baby beds or whatever, and then the babies like fall out of the window, right? So, <laughs> so the babies are falling out of the windows. He's like, dang, I don't got no energy. Like, what am I gonna do? And then all of a sudden, he sees like a he sees a vending machine. <laughs> so he runs over to the vending machine, punches the thing open. And then he just eats all the snacks. And he's like, I'm gone, gone, gone. Then he puts a freaking burrito in the microwave and then he, he eats the burrito. And then he goes and saves all the babies. So that's just, that's, that's, that's oh a flash for you. God. Yeah. Who wrote <clears throat> this fucking shit? Yeah. It was just like, they should have, they needed another draft of that one. Yeah. There's certain superheroes that don't have movies and it's really annoying. I think the biggest, the, the probably the most criminal thing that Marvel has done is not have a movie dedicated to Gambit. That, to me, yeah. is insane how they don't have a fucking movie for him. That would be fire. Um, that's the, Yeah, that's the... I don't know what be going on. It'd be, some, sometimes it'd be like legal stuff, you know, like certain companies own certain characters and stuff. Gambit would be a dope one. But, you know, they're already going to... You know, they have... Uh, Disney has the um, the Fox catalog now, so I think that... Something like that may be in the works in the future. But uh, Gambit, um, I mean, even De- it took Deadpool from the beginning of when they wanted to make that movie. It took them like 10 years for that movie to come out. Oh, my God. And it, and it honestly only came out because they had leaked that trailer. Mm. They had make the guy that um, the guy that directed it um, put together like an animated trailer and then uh, and then they kind of leaked it online. And then it got a lot of traction and people's like, yo, I got to see this movie. Um, but Gambit is one. Static Shock, I think. Um, I think for like black people, um, I if it's, it's a DC movie, so and they haven't had like a great track record yeah, of making trash. movies. But um, I think that like if you give like a guy like um, you know one of the up and coming black filmmakers like Morgan Cooper or Ryan Coogler or something like that um, a shot at that, I think that would be amazing. I think <clears throat> I think another character in Marvel that could make a great film is Bishop. Yeah, that would be dope. Bishop is dope. He's just a time a time traveler that's fucking people up. Yeah, yeah. So I think Bishop would be a good one. Gambit would be a good one. Gambit and actually have an origin story around the fucking Juggernaut for Christ's sake. That would be interesting too. Fuck, man. Can you get a good Juggernaut film and not put him in Deadpool as a as a bozo? Mm-hmm. That was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't know. I'm the Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Yeah. That's a couple. They they've done so many of them, but those are the ones that come to my to mind, right there. Yeah, Juggernaut just was a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. Like he, if he's like, I guess they got him in the comic book or on on the show. He's like fucking eight foot tall, just mm-hmm. this massive dude. Isn't he Professor X's brother? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think he's Professor X's brother. Professor has to be fucking his ass up though. Yeah. As soon as you take that, out you take of my that, head. Uh, yeah, you gotta get that helmet off. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's some it's some uh it's some cool stuff. I was I was talking the other day to um to my guy because I I came across um this dude on Facebook. He had a bunch of like old scripts. Like they were like um and I don't know if they're legit or not. I still it's still hard to tell, but um he was selling like like screenplays from the seventies, like seventies, nineties, eighties. Uh, it's like a Star Wars screenplay in there. Um, Jungle Fever, um, Die Hard, a bunch of like old old screenplays. But I was wondering, like, 
like, cause you know, like intellectual property is everything nowadays. Like when you look at a movie like Star Wars, it started out as just, you know, some movies. And then now it's like theme parks and spinoff shows. And, um, you know, they're still making the, they're making the movies. They're making the TV shows on, on Disney. They're selling the toys. They got animated shows. It's like, it's just like, it just makes you think like, um, it's important to like that intellectual property is like the most valuable thing, especially like if you're a real creative. So, you know, even for us as podcasters, like being able to maintain that, that intellectual property is like, is, 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 uh, is powerful just cause we don't know where this is going to go. Like, you know how they be syndicating like TV shows, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you know, who knows what they can do with our show and stuff like that in the future. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, let's go ahead and switch gears, man, and wrap this thing up. <clears throat> All right, switching gears. Um, UFC champion Sean O'Malley, um, in quote, I can cheat on my wife because I pay for everything. All right, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my pushback on it. I think a lot of people subscribe to that. They'll be like, you know what, man? Like, you're the man. If you're a masculine man, you can cheat, and your woman doesn't have a problem with it because she understands that's part of our nature. But for a woman to cheat, she's just a whore. And it's <laughs> like, nigga, stop. Yeah. Stop, because I'm going to tell you right now. The way our ego is set up, we are not built to get cheated on. It would wreck us if we found out our wife was fucking somebody else. Not at all. It, we not are we're not set up for it, and I also think it's an integrity thing. If you're a married man and you got to go behind your wife's back, and you can't, if you can't look someone in the eye and be honest with that person, that's a lack of integrity. Mm-hmm. Now it's still wrong, but if you looked in your in your wife's eyes and you told her, "I'm finna go get me some pussy tonight," <laughs> right? <laughs> that's not right. But at least you looked her in the <laughs> goddamn face and told her. <laughs> you gave her the choice to leave, take it or leave it. But you should never even have to do that if you're a married man. You shouldn't be chasing pussy, man. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking getting married and doing that. Just stop. You're just making a mockery out of relationships. Stop. Yeah. If you want some pussy, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. cool. Just be single, man. Just stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Just stop doing it. Because there's literally, I got to say, at least 70% of people, not just men, 70% of people are cheating in some capacity in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that only 20% of people. No. It's a culture of people who are cheating everywhere. Mm-hmm. Married women cheating everywhere. Men in relationships. People are cheating a lot. That's a lot of access, man. You it's got too much. You got different apps. You got cell phone and, and different ways of hiding communication and, and stuff yeah, like lot. that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of ways to... And people are just way more sneakier nowadays. Like back in the day, you used to have to call. If you was cheating, you used to have to call on the phone when when the missus was at work or mm-hmm. something like that. But now it's like, you know, with these phones, man, you could really do... Even as, you know, sneaking in the bathroom while you act like you're using the bathroom, send a little text, delete the message, and yeah, it's a, it's a lot you could do. Cheating has become <laughs> so prevalent that I could tell by how a woman is texting me if she's in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if I meet a chick and, you know, hey, give, hey, here's my number, right? You give her your number, mm-hmm. and she texts you, and you text her, and it take, each time she's texting you, it takes her. Like, she'll, if she texts you in spurts, while mm-hmm. y'all, y'all texting going back and forth, and then she don't text you back for like five hours, mm-hmm. 
you're like, yeah, this woman's got a man. Yeah. Because women will hit you back when they like you. When they really like you, they will text you in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. And I know people get busy, but we also live in a society where people have their phones on them 24-7. All you're doing is you're you're trying to hide whatever you're doing from your man. And Mm -hmm. I'm not dumb enough to really, like... Like, just go with the flow. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody. You ain't going no five, six hours t- texting somebody in between. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. It'd be, excuse me, it'd be like like a, like you said, it'd be different different patterns that, that you catch. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, certain things. It'd be certain times where you, you start to see, like, certain patterns with the times where it'd be late. And you realize, like, that's the time that they they boyfriend or they husband work the night shift, and mm-hmm. that's when you're starting to get text messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're getting a bunch of text messages at you know anywhere from eleven to like four, she's just blowing you up, and then you can't get a hold of her at all after five p.m. Yeah, she cheating on her man. You think it would be, um, cause I think that uh, I don't know, but I, what I'm I guess what I'm saying is, is it a little bit easier nowadays? Like, do you have to have that much secrecy nowadays? If you know what I mean? Like, because I think, like, back in, like, 2010 through, like, 2014, maybe, like, I, I remember, like, a lot of that. Like, you start to see, like, women that they were in relationships, but they had that that pattern. But I guess now, has the landscape changed such that, um, like women can, or not just women, but people can be more uh, upfront with the with the with the communication. Mm, I, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they still are going to use these apps. They're not going to be upfront with no communication. No, so I, what I'm saying, like, so back in the day, it would be mostly texting, right? You, would, you didn't, the, the DMs weren't really like as crazy as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, I guess what I'm saying is if you Say you message a girl on uh, on Instagram, and you can like low key com- communicate throughout the day because you can mute like notifications True. and turn your phone on silent. And and you're already stuff. on Instagram all the time, anyways. Yeah, so like I guess what I'm saying is, is it, I wonder if they're communicating more, and it would be harder to detect nowadays. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they could do it right in front of their partner too. Yeah, you could literally just be like, you know, mm-hmm. so you know how be sometimes you in a relationship and you just like scrolling through Instagram, somebody could just shoot you a little quick message and you boop and you put it back in the folder or whatever. People could cheat through so many things, bro. Mm -hmm. Like you think about it, people could cheat through email, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook. uh, Snapchat. I already said Snapchat. Uh, Fuck. Everything. They could cheat through motherfucking PlayStation Network. Yeah. They got the app where you could communicate. Yeah, this shit is insane. I, yeah. What I would say, bro, all I, all I could tell people, man, is um, leave that little bit of reality for yourself because you all you can do is hope to be the example of what you expect in your partner. Mm-hmm. But if there is a reality that they can deceive you. It mm-hmm. is 2023. A lot of people get bored in relationships. They They see the same person every day and and all of that and they think it's all fine and dandy but they start doing little things they start getting they start getting a little too loose they start entertaining conversations and going on little lunch dates with people and mm-hmm. then it goes from that to all of a sudden full-fledged having sex and cheating yeah a lot of times relationships lack um 
how do I say this? If you ever hear people saying like, you know, they want to spice it up or whatever, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they say we need to spice up our, it's because you bored. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You don't know how to stay in a relationship. If people were bored, there's nothing wrong with being bored. You you've, you know this person. You've heard every story they had to tell you, but that's part of marriage. If you're looking to spice stuff up and you're looking for excitement, you're not going to last. Mm-hmm. Bro, I really think 20% of American people are built to be in marriages. Everybody else is going to cheat. That's but just that, my, That's why they be doing the, like those things where they bringing in different partners and yeah man you know, like having threesomes and stuff like that man they open didn't, relationships they didn't do this shit back in the day the internet lied to us man the internet lied to us and made us believe there's a bunch of better people and options out in the world all there is is a bunch of people you could potentially fuck none of these people are good in relationships none of them you yeah. not you not missing shit and trust me if you go and cheat on your wife with some girl because she had big titties or some shit like that, you've already fucked a girl like that 10 years ago. You don't need to cheat on your wife, man. Tru- it, I mean, Sean O'Malley's things sound good until that nigga John Jones is blowing her back out. Oh, yeah. Then he find out John Jones fucking his wife and he couldn't. He, he wouldn't be able to live with himself. Yeah. He'd be sad because I'm telling you, this is why I'll be trying to tell men to not cheat on women. Not only because it's an integrity thing, but because when you're cheating on your woman and it's all good and you're getting your dick sucking shit and you're like, yeah, this is great. And then you find out your wife is is getting fucked by some dude, right? You might happen to know the person. That's going to make it even worse. Mm-hmm. That's going to make it worse. And then men are visual. So we not just imagining you cheating. We imagining a dude grabbing your hair and smacking you and penetrating you and stuff. <laughs> and it's killing us inside. Yeah. If you not built for that type of pain, don't cheat on your wife. Because women will fuck behind your back. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. And, yeah. I, and, and there'll probably be women that disagree. But if you cheat on your girl or your wife, especially if she take you back... Bro, she is about to inflict a world of pain on you that you have never felt. She's going to fuck your third cousin. Or <laughs> she's going to fuck one of your teammates. Or she's going to fuck her boss. Or she's going to fuck somebody. And it won't probably happen two months after you cheated. It might happen 10, 15 years later. Mm-hmm. Trust me when I tell you, women are not, women hold on to shit. They're not going to be like, you know, they're not going to be like, you know what? I'm over it. Let's just continue our relationship. They might feel that way for eight years and then finally find somebody they want to fuck. Until they get triggered. Oh, yeah. And they don't even really got to get triggered. Sometimes they could just awaken old emotions. Mm-hmm. They probably faithful. The relationship is good. And all of a sudden, this six foot three, handsome, muscular man that wears good cologne starts trying to flirt with her at work. And then they would just justify it by saying, he did this to me. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then not to mention, bro. This is another thing too that I don't I don't even know if women understand this because when women cheat, they don't even think that they are doing they don't even realize they're doing this. Whenever a woman is speaking about her husband or boyfriend in any disparaging way, I know I could fuck her. Yeah. I, whenever you like, oh my boyfriend's just so lazy or he's just so he's just on my nerves. I know I could fuck you just because you talked about your man in a negative way. If you got a problem and you're not talking to your man and you talking about your man to another man, you just told me, hey, you can fuck me. That's basically what you're doing. 
Yeah, you open the floodgates. You open the floodgates because you don't got no respect for that dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if a lot of women realize they do this. But the moment you open your mouth and you say something negative about your dude, automatically, men know they can fuck you when that happens. Yeah. I and think- I'm sure you've heard it before. Like, oh, yeah. When you would a, 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 a woman that's cheating on her boyfriend. She she always brings up that that idea that um, what he did to her like the yeah like, yeah he's just he's just mad right now because you know ten years ago or five years he ago, cheated he on cheated me on and me. Yeah. you know he was being toxic and he was lying on me and cheating on me and yeah and this and that next next three minutes like oh go oh, 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 yeah go. the women only say things like that also to justify what they're trying to do with you. Mm-hmm. See, they're telling you this bad shit because they're basically saying like, hey, I don't want you to think I'm just easy. I have to convince you that my situation is bad enough for me to suck your dick. That's why they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy only- part about it from a guy's perspective. You don't even need the you don't need the setup. You don't need the setup. You yeah. can just say, hey, I'm DTF. And then that's over from yeah. there. Yeah. Then you ain't got to do all that. Yeah. But hey, man, we simple guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, uh, yeah, don't do that. And then also too, with men, the reason why men need to have discipline because these women that you're cheating with, these women know that you have a wife or a girlfriend, mm. but they don't give a fuck about your girl. In fact, they think it's funny. Yeah, don't nobody care. They think it's funny. They think it's funny. They like. You know, for one, they know of you. They probably know of you. They probably know your girl is black or white or Mexican, whatever she is. You know, they probably even seen a picture of her and said, oh, she's pretty. Your girlfriend's pretty. That doesn't mean she's not going to try to fuck you still. Yeah. Just because she gave your girl a compliment. Yeah. Sometimes. She just, she just, it's just information. Yeah. Sometimes they'll look at a picture of your girl and be like, oh, she's pretty. But she's thinking in her mind, like, I look better than her. Yeah. She's download. You know how they uh they say like Floyd Mayweather in the first round. He just oh, yeah. download the data. Yeah, and they start picking you off in the later rounds. That's just what that's what the females be doing. Mm-hmm. Just download that. And okay, they got a they got a decent relationship. She is kind of pretty, um, but I may do this better. I may do this better. She li- she listening for any time he complain about certain situations. Yeah, and I've seen this. Look, man, the, the way people cheat is just so elaborate too, because. I used to work with uh, with this chick. I won't say no names, but back in the day, when I used to work at a call center, mm-hmm. and um, there was a girl that I guess she was engaged. But there was a dude, and, and he was like like the work husband thing. But you know, supposedly they had nothing going on, right? Mm-hmm. And it was always around each other all the time. And then recently, I had a Facebook like people you may know, and then a picture of them both popped up, and they was married. <laughs> so he went from being work husband to a real husband. Yeah. This shit ain't no game out here, man. Yeah. A lot of times, too, what men need to realize is, like, if you plan on staying married to your wife, you have no choice but to be faithful because when your wife goes out, there are men that are trying to fuck your girlfriend or wife on a daily basis. And here's the, here's the part that's crazy is when women respect you, they're not, they're not going to indulge in behavior that's going to fuck their relationship up. But on the real, your girl really want to fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. Like, she really wants to fuck that guy, but she not going to do nothing to, like, initiate that type of behavior. Mm-hmm. But the moment you find a way to fuck something up, even if she stay with you, 
she's going to fuck that dude. Yeah. I'm just, I'll be trying to, I don't want to, you know, be sound like a broken record, but nigga, what the fuck is going on out there? Somebody's car alarm was going on. Yeah, that shit was going off. That's crazy. Make sure ain't my shit, huh? Okay, it ain't mine. It sound like it's over here. It's back over that side. Yeah, man. I don't want to sound like a broken record, man. Just be good to your lady, man. Yes, sir. Be good to your lady, man. Don't treat her like that. Cause I'm I'm only saying that to protect you, brother. I'm yeah. just trying to protect the fellas out there and the and the ladies. But yeah. since this is about him saying he cheated on his wife because he paid for everything. You could pay for everything and you could cheat, but if you think that your wife is just gonna stay faithful because you got money, you lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, sounds good until you find out she getting dick pics from John Jones. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. And a man's ego is so frail. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's a video. You find a video in her phone, and she might have a video in her phone on purpose so you could see it. Yeah, and she over there just just throwing up this throwing up John Jones. <laughs> And he in a different weight division, but now you want to kill him, and he'll beat and he'll beat your ass. That's the worst part. Like if your wife is cheating on a dude with a huge penis, and he'll beat you up. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's terrible. Yeah. So you sitting there, your wife done ran off on you, and got got with a dude that's smashing her, and he could beat you up. That's that's a terrible freaking. Yeah. That's a terrible combination, man. Yeah. Just keep it in your pants, yeah. fellas. <clears throat> I think more times than not, like if, if a woman is going to cheat, she's going to cheat. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's, you know, you can be the catalyst, like a guy can 100%. be the catalyst for that. And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want it to be like that. You don't want to get cheated on just because you, you initiated the, the infidelity in your relationship. Yeah. I think, I think of being deceived in any capacity is going to hurt. Like, if I was with a woman and I loved her and she cheated on me, all that would crush me, man. I'd be crying and everything. I'm not going to sit there and lie to y'all. That shit would hurt me bad. Yeah, for I, sure. All would hurt me bad because especially if you love her and you want the relationship to work, mm-hmm. she cheats on you. You know, it's not one of those things like, man, it's, it is what it is, bro. She cheated. She could leave. I ain't caring. You know, I ain't. I ain't, I'm not going to cry about it. Nigga, I'm going to cry. You got me fucked up. Yeah. My you. feelings would be hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. And so many dudes be out here lying like, man, I ain't going to cry, bro. I'm, I'm a, man, I'm a grown man. What I look like crying? Bro, I got feelings, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> devastating, man. <laughs> I, I got feelings, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't, it don't mean I'm going to sit there sad my whole life, but in that moment, I definitely would be crying. And then I would go back to continuing to work on myself and lift weights and make money and do productive stuff. But in the yeah. main, man, my soul, nigga, at this age, too? Oh, my soul would hurt bad. Yeah, man. My soul. Oh, my soul would be in pain. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But yeah, man. I, we ain't got much else to say here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll go ahead and let you guys go. Where we at, Keith? One thirty-one. Oh wow, went on a little longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. All right, well, folks, um, you made it to the end of this podcast. Oh wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Head on over to ATM Pod for a friendly donation on Cash App. Head over to a truckersmind.com for merch. Head on over to a underscore truckersmind underscore podcast for the Instagram account. Follow us there and follow us on YouTube at the same name. And that is about it. Yep. And you could win a new car. <laughs>
All right, if you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. We're out of here. Peace.